Are you listening? Welcome to another episode of the Nerf Report. My name is Bryant Chappelle, and on this week's episode, we finally can taste video games. Take-Two Interactive announced that they will be launching 95 games in the next five years. Video games have made people a serious amount of cash, and for this week's rundown, despite their silence, PlayStation is prepping the world for a Category 5 storm of next-gen awesomeness. But before we talk about this week's top story, let's talk about this week's top headlines from the world of gaming. First up this week, the world of technology is constantly changing. I mean, we have more tech in our smartphones today than the moon lander had in 1969. And tech companies are constantly trying to push the envelope of what is possible. Cloud gaming services like xCloud and Stadia are pushing how and where we can play video games. Virtual reality is creating new immersive experiences. And Joe Biden wants to hold campaign rallies in Fortnite. Ah, yes, I can see it now. Biden Ninja 2020. But this week, researchers in Japan have unveiled new technology that could, quite honestly, change the future of gaming. Allow me to introduce you to lickable screens. Yeah, you heard that correctly. Despite your smartphone being seven times dirtier than your toilet, researchers in Japan have invented a screen that can trigger different regions of your tongue to simulate sweet, sour, salty, or bitter tasting objects. The synthesizer uses color-coded gels made of either glycine, citric acid, sodium chloride, magnesium chloride, and glutamic sodium in various combinations to trick your tongue into tasting certain flavors. Now, the invention itself is still in development and is quite bulky. However, the team hopes that they can mass produce the tasting screens along with reducing the size of the product to the size of a vape pen. Man, imagine tasting video games? Like That's going to lead to a whole new genre of YouTube. That is uh, Tom Nook's turnips. I would recognize that anywhere. That is a uh, Fortnite Slurp Juice. And that, um, that's, uh, that, the bald head of Kratos. Not bad. Take-Two Interactive. Quite possibly one of the biggest video game companies that you've never heard of. For example, when you think Red Dead Redemption 2 or GTA, you don't think Take-Two Interactive, you think Rockstar Games. In fact, if it wasn't for the fact that Take-Two Interactive copyright claims every single one of my videos that we talk about one of their games, I wouldn't even know who they were. Speaking of which, congratulations to Take-Two Interactive. Despite me spending multiple days preparing for this show, this week's ad revenue belongs to you because we used your trailer for 20 seconds of a 12-minute video. Extremely well-deserved. Well, this week, Take-Two Interactive met with investors to review the past year's financials along with discussing the future. And that future is extremely bright because Take-Two Interactive has 93 video games currently in development that they plan on releasing by 2025, which in order for that to happen, Take-Two would have to release two games each month from now until 2025. 
So get ready for NBA 2K20 and a half because midseason roster updates are definitely deserving of a brand new game. And who could forget the massive upcoming hit, Table Tennis 2K21, starring such pros as Timo Ball, Ma Long, and Vladimir Sazmanov. And yes, those are real table tennis players. Despite what some of you may think, we actually do research on this show. However, luckily for us, Take-Two Interactive did shed some extra light on the upcoming 93 games in development. 63 of those games are core gaming experiences. 17 of them qualify as arcade-style experiences. 47 of the 93 games are from existing franchises, and 46 of the games are brand new IPs. And finally, 72 of the games under development are for console, PC, and streaming, with the remaining 21 games under development being exclusively for mobile devices. Google Stadia. This past week marked the six-month anniversary for the platform, and Stadia decided to celebrate with a brand new exclusive. That's right, Stadia announced this week, Sirius Sam 4 will be launching in August exclusively for Google Stadia and Steam. Sirius Sam 4 promises to bring the same first-person shooter frantic gameplay that we've come to love with new enemies and an unreal number of minions. In fact, during an interview, developer Crow Team announced that they have plans to bring 1,000 enemies to the map at one time, which... 1,000 enemies is extremely impressive. However, the announcement of Sirius Sam 4's Stadia exclusivity wasn't received positively by everyone. Forbes writer Eric Kane wrote an article titled The Ridiculous Reason Sirius Sam Isn't Coming to PlayStation 4 or Xbox One in 2020, which went on to explain his opinion that platform exclusives should only be games that the platform develops in-house. Which, seeing that Stadia announced earlier this year that the platform would be launching 10 timed exclusives in 2020, well, it looks like Eric isn't going to be happy anytime soon. And finally, for our top headlines, let's talk about money. More specifically, how filthy rich video games made people. Which, it's funny, because when I was a kid, my teachers always told me, quit playing those video games, you'll never make any money doing that. Which, joke's on them, I've made $10 this year alone. Wait, that's, that's not what I meant. Uh, I mean, $10 is definitely money, but it, it sounds like I'm not, you know. Hey, who do we talk to about getting a raise around here? Well, this week, the UK-based Sunday Times released their annual Rich List for 2020, which breaks down the top 1,000 wealthiest people in the United Kingdom. So, Mr. Howard, I hope you're watching, because you were so wrong. The list of the 1,000 most wealthiest people featured nine individuals from the video game industry. People like Mel Morris, the co-founder of a little game called Candy Crush, who is worth an estimated 515 million pounds, along with the current CEO of King, Ricardo Zaccone, who is worth 410 million pounds. The founders of Rockstar Games, Sam and Dan Hauser, came in at 418 out of 1,000, with an estimated net wealth of 310 million pounds. Which, let's be honest, if you're coming in at 418th out of 1,000, that's still extremely impressive. Hell, the people coming in at 1,000th place were people who earned 120 million pounds. I mean, if you made it 
anywhere on this list, you are doing extremely well. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's top headlines. So let's jump into this week's top story with the rundown. Now for something completely different. Yeah. We are one week closer to the launch of the PlayStation 5. And much like the calm before a massive storm cell, Sony has been fairly quiet. While their direct competitor, Xbox, has revealed almost everything from hardware, teraflops, launch titles, next-gen graphics, and much more. Whereas PlayStation, on the other hand, has primarily relied on third-party outlets to reveal most of their next-gen news, leaving many gamers wondering when PlayStation's massive next-gen reveal will be. And people are getting so caught up in this reveal that there have been so many predictions of the exact date it will happen. The PlayStation 5 was supposed to be revealed in February, but nothing happened. Then it was revealed that Sony is planning a massive reveal for the month of May, and as of today, nothing has happened. But now the predictions are falling on the month of June. And honestly, this PlayStation 5 reveal event reminds me so much of the predictions surrounding the 2012 Mayan apocalypse. Like, after each day passes and it doesn't happen, I just imagine that there's gamers out there in white robes just standing around like, so do we uh, drink the Kool-Aid now or just wait? Looks like Jim got a head start. But don't let the lack of a PS5 reveal event or their bizarre radio silence confuse you because PlayStation is preparing to outright dominate the next gen of gaming. For example, this week, Sony told investors that their big plan for the next generation of gaming is to continue doing what has given them so much success in the past, invest in first-party content. Sony CEO Kenichiro Yoshida explained that PlayStation will invest heavily in their first-party games for the PlayStation 5 to ensure that they deliver immersive and seamless experiences for gamers. Which means we can look forward to things like new Uncharted games, God of War 2, or even a Spider-Man 2. But if you think that PlayStation is still playing it too safe by relying on first-party content, PlayStation also revealed that they are not solely relying on their console for their success. Yoshida continued to explain that the company is focusing on trying to reach more gamers through things like mobile experiences, remote gaming, and cloud-based gaming, which all three of those are things that Sony has been dipping their toes into during this current generation with Remote Play and PS Now. And since the most recent update to Remote Play, in which Sony allowed all Android and iOS devices to stream games running on the PlayStation 4, PlayStation has seen its monthly active users more than double. And with PlayStation Now, the service has had over 2.2 million subscribers in 2020 alone, which is an increase of 1.2 million subscribers from 2019. I guess the point that I'm trying to make with this is, PlayStation clearly utilized both of these features as a proof of concept during the current generation, and I fully expect to see PlayStation heavily lean on these features during the next-gen reveal. Because while things like Game Pass, Stadia, or xCloud are recent hot topic ideas, PlayStation has been gaining data and mastering these ideas for the better part of this last generation. PlayStation clearly wants to sell as many consoles as possible, but more importantly, 
They want you to join their ecosystem of products, whether it be console, web-based, or even smartphones. They want you to be gaming with PlayStation services. Because with 100 million PlayStation 4 sold as of today, it's extremely impressive, but it's also a one-time sale. With the potential of each of those consoles paying an additional $9.99 a month for a cloud-based gaming library, that might be one of the most appealing parts of this next generation of gaming for Sony. And finally, for this week, we come to that noise. Of course, signifies that we are running out of time and coming close to the end of the show. So, in order to cover all the week's remaining news, we must initiate a segment that I like to call... Every single week, we have so much news to talk about and so little time to do it. So we take all the week's remaining news, put 60 seconds on the clock, and try to cover it as fast as humanly possible without running out of breath, passing out, or... DYING! So with that in mind, let's put 60 seconds on the clock. THUNDER NOISE! And... Go! Respawn has officially opened a brand new studio in Vancouver, Canada that will exclusively work on Apex Legends. Minecraft has sold over 200 million copies, that's insane. Overwatch is celebrating its four-year anniversary this week. Animal Crossing sold 3.6 million digital copies for the month of April. Let that sink in. That's a whole lot of people trying to escape their reality. Over $100 million have been spent on Oculus Quest content. Beat Saber dropped 46 brand new maps and 18 new songs. Grounded will be entering Early Access on June 9th. And speaking of Early Access, Valorant is leaving Early Access and will officially launch on June 2nd. Borderlands dropped a brand new DLC expansion called Takedown at Guardian Beach. Pac-Man turned 40 years old this week. And finally, Disney is reportedly working on a Kingdom Hearts TV series for Disney+. Plus. Well, that's going to wrap up Nerfed in 60 Seconds, and that's going to wrap up this week's episode of the show. If you like what you saw and you want to see more content just like it, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and share it with your friends. As always, my name is Brian Chappelle. You are you, and this has been the Nerf Report. Thanks for watching. Thanks again for checking out our channel. If you liked what you saw and you want to see more content just like it, definitely subscribe and check out all of our other videos. If you don't, well, the internet's going to explode. That's right, you heard it here first. If you don't click that subscribe button, the internet will implode. What are you waiting for? Save the world.